Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. It's the day after Tyson Fury showed you why he's a historical heavyweight, right? The day after his dismantling of Derek Chisora. This is the same Derek Chisora who had Usyk up against the ropes, who knocked down Joseph Parker in the first round of their first fight, who went the distance with a heavyweight who I consider to be one of the better heavyweights in history, Vitaly Klitschko, right? Let's talk about it. Let me also say, for those of you who've asked about this shirt, you can pick up one just like it at gamblersadvisory.com. I'll leave a link to my Spotify store in the comment section of this YouTube video. But just to understand, the shirt is thin. It's not that thick, right? Thegamblersadvisory.com. Wow. A lot of people might not be able to read it, right? Uh, we'll put your name on the back with a number. <coughs> anyway, let's talk about boxing. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own, right? Let's talk about what's coming. Let's talk about the situation at heavyweight. Now, life's unfair. I don't want anyone to think this is a politically correct site. It's not, right? Life is unfair. In boxing, there are two groups. There's the heavyweight champ, and then there's everyone else, right? I believe it is a mistake to look at even great champions, right? In the 70s, we had a lot of great champs, people like Carlos Monzon, historical fighters, and think they own the era. They don't, right? When you remember the 1970s, you remember smoking Joe Fraser, big George Foreman, Muhammad Ali, Larry Holmes. That's who ruled the era, just like with the Olympics. You could be into the marathon, right? That's the race you're gearing for. The guys have to be highly skilled to even compete. But you know in your heart that the crowd is actually watching the 100 meters. You understand the title of the world's fastest man trumps everything, right? Maybe you're an aficionado of the decathlon. You understand the big event. It's not the decathlon, right? I know this sounds hard. I know it sounds cold. I'm just telling you that you can go back in history and easily remember Joe Lewis, right? How many people from that era remember Benny Leonard, right? Sure. Sugar Ray Robinson is a huge name. Guess what? So was Rocky Marciano. Right. So my point to you is in 2023, the heavyweight division is going to eclipse the rest of the sport. All of these possible great fights. Right. Benavidez plant. Crawford Spence. If Crawford tires of the Spence show, Crawford Jamel Charlo, if I'm Crawford, quite frankly, that fight has added glow to me 
because I agree with Crawford. I think Crawford beats Charlo. Charlo, like Crawford, was undisputed. So Crawford would be picking up a unique distinction. Undisputed at 140. Right? Moving up to 154 and fighting a guy who was undisputed at 154. But even all those fights, even the possibility of Benavides Canelo or Canelo Bevo don't have the pull, are not going to get the box office, are not going to grab the public's attention like what's happening at heavyweight. Right, folks, understand, the heavyweight division is Broadway. Everything else is off-Broadway. The king in the sport is the heavyweight champion. Go back through history. The reason they came up with the phrase pound for pound is because the heavyweight division was blocking out everything else. Writers wanted the world to know that Ray Robinson might be the best in the sport. Right? No one has to advertise that way at heavyweight. Right? The public will be split. There'll be a crowd that favors Joe Fraser. There'll be a crowd that favors Ali. There's going to be a crowd that favors Tyson Fury, unbeaten, like Fraser and Ali, and a crowd that favors Usyk, unbeaten as well. Right? The biggest fight of 2023 is going to be Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk. Period. Folks, there's no addendum. Right? Shakur Stevenson can hop in the ring with Devin Haney. Both of those guys can hop in the ring with Loma. You're just not going to care as much as when Usyk hops in the ring with Fury. That's the fight that matters. If they said to the public, you only have the opportunity to watch one fight. If you're in prison and they say to you, okay, look, we're going to give you a chance to watch one fight in 2023 as you serve your sentence. What fight is it? It's going to be the heavyweight championship, and it's not going to be close. So let's talk about how hype this fight is. I'm going to make this statement more acceptable for the public, right? I'm going to take away the X rating and I'm going to make it an R rating here. These are the statements of Tyson Fury, right? The lineal, unbeaten. He just made over 30 million dollars beating Derek Chisora. You would think after the fight, the attitude would be, life is good. I told y'all I was going to win this fight. Whoever wants this can come and knock on my door and we could go at it. Right? You would think that would be the attitude, master of the universe. 
That's not the attitude. This is the attitude. Right after the fight. Right after he gives an interview to BT Sport Box Office. Right? Here's what the unbeaten heavyweight champion, and I have to specify which one. That's how big it is. Tyson Fury had to say. I don't know where he is. Where's Alexander Usyk, the rabbit? Hey, rabbit. Usyk, you're next. You little, my word, B. You're next. You're next. Me and you, sucker. Next. Me and you. You're getting it, little sucker. Rabbit. My word. Pussycat. Look at him. 15 stone. Little midget beat a bodybuilder. Well, I ain't no bodybuilder, sucker. I'm going to write you off. I already done one Ukrainian Klitschko, didn't I? And I'll do you as well. Gappy teeth. You ugly little man. You ugly little man. Let's get it on next. Let's get it on you as well. You may laugh now. But I will end this little sucker. And you. And you. And you. In response, Usyk was standing there, looking at his chief rival. And Usyk was trying hard not to laugh. Folks, the Ali era is back in boxing's glamour division. Right? Understand, this fight eclipses everything else. To the public, let me just say this. Don't be fooled. Okay, you saw Derek Chisora's head coming in on a line. Right? You saw why Fury was dominant. Because he was able to find Chisora. He knew where Chisora was. Chisora was on his front foot. <coughs> Chisora is coming at him. A fighter like Fury could time him. Fury has him timed to the point where Fury, the much taller man, is landing uppercuts on Derek Chisora. You saw that Chisora, in leaning into his punches, had a little bit of a loop on his punches. Right? You saw that Fury was able to get inside that loop and clinch Chisora on demand, right? On demand. Now, with Usyk, it's a different fight, right? With Usyk, you don't know where his head's going to be, right? Usyk is fainting. He's bobbing his head. That great jab you saw, Fury throwing, might not be able to land on Usyk's head, right? Understand, too, Usyk is a southpaw. Now, we saw several times in the Chisora fight, we saw Fury go southpaw, right? Fury's ambidextrous, but make no mistake, Fury's dominant hand is his right hand.
If he goes southpaw and his dominant hand becomes his jab, are you certain that having the challenge of already having to find Usyk in the ring, that Usyk isn't going to make Fury pay for going southpaw by jumping in on Fury's left side? Isn't that the side that Usyk lived on? against Anthony Joshua. Be afraid, too, of guys who have money in the bank, who have already had Hall of Fame careers. Right? Usyk, Olympic gold medalist, was undisputed at cruiserweight. And, of course, as if being undisputed at cruiserweight, and let's be clear here, he fights Breedus. He fights Gassiev, right? As if being undisputed, Gloacki, he fights him too. As if being undisputed at Cruiser is not enough, Usyk already went up to heavy, was the underdog, beat Anthony Joshua, picked up multiple belts, then defended his title. As he's still unbeaten after fighting, the level of competition he's fought. I'm sure most boxers fully expect to see him in the Hall of Fame now. Think of the money he made for both fights against Anthony Joshua. Huge. Think of those crowds. Huge. He doesn't need to fight Tyson Fury. He wants to fight Tyson Fury for one simple reason. He thinks he can beat him. He thinks this will add to his legacy. If he beats the lineal, if he beats a fighter who is unbeaten, the consensus top shelf in the heavyweight division, he could literally walk off into the sunset with a bulletproof legacy. His argument would simply be, what more do you want? I showed up at heavyweight and I beat the guys who had the belt at the time I showed up. I beat Joshua twice and then I beat Tyson Fury. Right, that would be the argument. Understand, this is not a money grab. Understand where Usyk was yesterday. He was sitting next to Anthony Yard at the fight. Right again, the 70s are back. So you're going to have a vastly different fight and understand the hole in Tyson Fury's armor. Now keep in mind, I'm not a Fury hater. I always hear that I hate fighters, right? Canelo, uh, Anthony Joshua, and stuff like that. That's after taking these guys in big fights. Not every fight, but in some big fights. I'm not a Tyson Fury hater. When Fury was an underdog fighting in Germany against Vladimir Klitschko, I had him. Go back through the videos here, folks. I had him. Right? Tyson Fury has been on my radar for years. I'm just telling you this is a difficult fight for him. 
because the problem he has is the same problem Terrence Crawford has. He's not a freak athlete, right? You saw him yesterday, and he's highly skilled. He's up on his toes. Uh, you don't know what punch is coming. The punch that did in Chisora repeatedly was an uppercut. They're Fury fights, the second Deontay Wilder fight, where Fury's throwing long right hands, right? Fury has length. Shorter guys look shorter against him when he's on his back foot, right? Brilliant performance. But that's different than a Roy Jones at heavyweight performance, right? The Roy Jones-John Ruiz fight, if you look at that, you see Jones's speed. And you just think, my God, this fight's unfair, right? You see Jones moving around and you realize, my goodness, Ruiz is going to have to land a home run punch not to win the fight, just to make the fight equal. You look at Ali against Sonny Liston, now understand, between us, I consider Liston to be one of the best heavyweights I've ever seen. And Liston wasn't that big. He's smaller than Ali. Right? Liston's problem was he just happened to come along at a time when you had an Ali who was the big underdog in the first fight. You had an Ali out there whose style meshed well with him. And if you look at that Ali-Liston fight, Ali's just much faster than Liston. Much faster. Tyson Fury doesn't have that. Fury won't be able to hop in the ring with Usyk and qualitatively be the better athlete. No, he's going to have to beat Usyk on skill. He's going to have to beat Usyk on strategy. Folks, that's a tall order. Because, in my opinion, Fury struggles a little bit against guys who are better athletes than him. I thought he struggled a bit against Otto Wallen. Right? I have no doubt, personally, that Usyk has the faster hands than Tyson Fury. That Usyk's going to be able to dodge Tyson Fury's jab at times. That Usyk isn't worried about Tyson Fury switching to southpaw. Right, folks, this is a tough fight. Right, it's a tough fight. Understand, too, I mentioned Sonny Liston, right? I'm just telling you that some guys are just born punchers. Right, you understand intuitively that if Sonny Liston hit Derek Chisora flush as many times as Tyson Fury did yesterday, Derek Chisora doesn't make it past the sixth round. Right? You understand that. Right? You know that if George Foreman hit Derek Chisora flush as many times as Tyson Fury did, Derek Chisora would not make it as far as he did in the fight. I've talked to people about David Hay. <clears throat> I've mentioned this a million times. David Hay is one of the hardest punchers I've seen pound for pound. He really is. You remember that Enzo Macar 
I can't even pronounce the guy's last name. Mecca Norelli fight, right? I know I butchered the name. I know I'm notorious for that. Okay, you remember when Hay fought Enzo at Cruiser, unification match? He left no doubt. You remember David Hay against Derek Chisora? In my opinion, Hay's losing that fight. Hay turns over a right hand. Folks, that's the fight. Now, you and I know, as historical as he is, right, I view Fury as a great heavyweight. Fury is not that level of knockout puncher. He's not. So here you have him, and I know the optics are bad for Usyk, right? You see a big guy who can move, who's highly skilled, who's ambidextrous, right? Who, as big as he is, is landing body shots on a shorter fighter. In other words, he's close enough to land body shots. He knows how to use his shoulders for defense, right? You see Chisora throwing punches, and you notice Fury's leaned over, and the punch bounces off his shoulder and stuff like that. But Usyk's going into the ring knowing that he's not facing an Anthony Joshua-level puncher. He understands that. He has to be energized by the fact that, given the punishment, and it was punishment, that Derek Chisora was taking round after round, that Chisora was still upright round after round, even the end of the fight. Fury doesn't end the fight standing over Derek Chisora. No, the referee saw enough. We all understood. Tyson Fury was ahead by, what, nine rounds or something like that? We all understood. Derek had no chance of winning the fight. Tyson Fury was the fresher fighter. Derek wasn't even landing on Tyson's head, right? Because Tyson has the gift of spacing. He knows how to lean backward. He has a mobile center of gravity. We see the greatness in Tyson Fury. But if you're a master boxer who, with quicker hands, a better athlete like Usyk is, and if you go into the fight knowing that with your movement, which Derek Chisora doesn't have, with your defense, which Derek Chisora doesn't have, you're better suited to take the fight into the later rounds. Aren't you thrilled about your chances? Tyson Fury is going to have to find an outbox. Alexander Usyk, folks, that's a tall order. That fight already is going to have a hype that's going to give it the biggest glow in 2023. That's not to say there aren't some great fighters out there. I was one of those looking forward to the Jaime Mangia Janibak fight, right? Let me just point out that I consider Janibak, I know I'm butchering the name, to be the best at 160 pounds. I think he has a shot of knocking out Jaime Mangia. Mangia, of course, decided not to take that fight. Right? I know there's some great fights out there that could be made. The Ryan Garcia, Gervonta Davis fight apparently has been made. That's a great fight between two very heavy-handed guys. 
Arthur Peterbiev, Anthony Yard. I like Peterbiev in that fight, but let's just say that's an interesting fight. Then you get the coup de grace. Bevo Peterbiev. Right? The sport is going to over-deliver in 2023. But none of those fights are going to carry the blow of Fury Usyk. Let's talk about what might happen after that fight. Let's say Tyson Fury wins that fight. Right? Let's say Tyson Fury finds a way to keep Usyk outside at the end of the jab. And then as Usyk slips the jab, Fury finds a way to pull a Marvin Hagler, right? Hagler could go from southpaw to righty, shift his lead leg. Let's say Fury catches Usyk. Reminds all of us that this man is a cruiserweight who has ventured into the heavyweight division and that the heavyweight division remains Mr. Fury's neighborhood. Understand, there was a guy at the fight yesterday sitting right by Usyk and Anthony Yard. And that was Joe Joyce. Right? The heavyweight division is going to over-deliver, folks, because after we see Fury against a slick, moving southpaw with hand speed, if Fury passes that test, you're going to have a huge portion of the public saying, hey, look, that's fine and dandy, but let's see Fury against a real heavyweight who's on his front foot, who's not trying to decision Fury, but who's actually trying to take his head off. Let's see Fury against a guy with one of the best jabs in the sport who's going to try to use that jab to bludgeon Fury and who's going to dare Fury to trade with him. I don't want to see hand speed. I want to see power. I don't want to see a big man against a cruiserweight, even an accomplished cruiserweight who has some of the heavyweight belts. Rather, I want to see the big heavyweight against another big heavyweight in what could be a shootout. In a fight where we have to ask the question, who has the better jab, Fury or Joe Joyce? When Joe Joyce comes deep in the pocket, won't Fury have to move away? Does Fury have the punch to stop Granite Chin, at least up until now, Joe Joyce? Right, folks, that fight's going to be riveting. There'll be other drama in the heavyweight division. I believe they're going to strip Usyk of the belt, for which Ergovic is the mandatory. Right? These sanctioning bodies really do expect you to fight their mandatories. I believe Ergovic believes that he beats not only Usyk, but that he beats Tyson Fury. As a note, I view Ergovic as the heir apparent at heavyweight, and I think he has as good a chance as anybody against either opponent. Right, so the powers that be might order some fights to take place. 
right? Andy Ruiz, America's last heavyweight champion, is going to fight the man who was America's heavyweight champion before that, Deontay Wilder. Let me just point out that after seeing a debacle like yesterday's Fury-Chizora fight, doesn't the Fury-Wilder trilogy have an extra glow on it? Understand, that's the trilogy. That's the big fight series in heavyweight during our time. Right? A lot of these big fights take place before we, the public, know they're big. You see a dominant Tyson Fury yesterday, and you say, man, who could really challenge Tyson Fury? Then you remember, he has been knocked down four times by Deontay Wilder. You can imagine, if anything happens at heavyweight, Usyk pulls the upset. Right? Joe Joyce then says, okay, well, you know, fight me. Ergovic steps out of the darkness and says, hey, I'm your mandatory. Usyk fights Ergovic, folks. The world could look vastly different in 18 months at heavyweight. And I'm just telling you, that's the division all of us are watching. So let's buckle up. Right? 2023 is going to be a hell of a year, isn't it? My point to you is that these fights are competitive. Don't be fooled by recency bias. Yes, Tyson Fury looked dominant yesterday. He announced, right-handed fighter, that he needs surgery on his right elbow after the fight. I don't think... The Fury-Usyk fight comes off before Ramadan. I think they're going to keep us waiting until the middle of the year. Then I think it gets interesting. Right? If Fury beats Usyk, then we're going to have really a British civil war. Right? Because of styles. Joe Joyce, you know where he's going to be. He's going to be in your face, in the pocket. But this is a different level of fighter than Derek Chisora. This is a guy who's going to jab himself in, and that jab is a listed jab. It's a Monzon jab. It bludgeons you. Right? Fury might have to be on his back foot as Usyk was when he fought Joyce in a semi-professional match. Right, folks, understand, that's a huge match. The only reason we're not talking about it is it's being eclipsed right now by Fury Usyk, a unification match featuring two unbeatens. Right? And, of course, they're the new guys in the room. Jared Anderson, I hear you. We just saw Franklin give Dillian White all he could handle. And of course you have the ghosts of years past, Joshua Wilder in the background, and you have Andy Ruiz thinking, 
you know what, if I don't have to chase a guy, if my foot speed is not an issue, if I get to find a guy in the pocket and get inside of his right hand, whether that's Wilder, whether that's Joyce, don't I have a chance in the fight? Folks, we're on the verge of finding all of this out. With all due respect to all of these other divisions and to all these great fighters out there, right? In a way, I hear you. Stevenson, I hear you. Rodriguez, I hear you. But fellas, there's the heavyweight championship and then there's everything else. Right? If you're at the mall and you're looking around and there are a bunch of fighters, just ask yourself, who am I going to recognize? I'm guessing you'll recognize Tyson Fury. He'll stand out in a crowd. That vision is going to be tested over the next 18 months. Right? Fury's a great fighter, folks. He has the chance here to leave no doubt. The dance card is filled with dangerous opponents. Right? The 70s are back. Whoever was the champ, Fraser, Foreman, Ali, Norton, Holmes, you understood that as great as you thought the guy was, you knew on any given night and Ernie Shavers could rise up and crush crush a guy like he did Ken Norton. Right? Great era for heavyweight boxing. Let's buckle up. They're going to take the sunlight away from the rest of the sport. And quite frankly, we are all going to be entertained. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. The betting side of Fury. Usyk is going to depend on the point spread, right? If I show up at a casino and they make either fighter a greater than a plus 150, I'm not going to question it. I'm going to say thank you very much, and I'm going to take that fighter, right? I'll have other props, right, over-under and all that other stuff to hedge it. But understand, Fury, Usyk, even after what I saw yesterday, is a highly competitive fight, right? Both fighters are going to say things about the other. Fury, of course, is calling Usyk, who, by the way, is bigger than Sonny Liston, a midget, right? And, of course, you know, Fury is saying, uh, Fury has the gift of gab. Fury's saying, hey, this guy is not Steve Cunningham. Why is Fury calling out Steve Cunningham? Because that cruiserweight dropped him. That's how competitive this fight is. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.